Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Roser Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. AKA Secret Tweety. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. AKA Vegas, baby. Oh, God. <laughs> Is he brown? Okay, so. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show, Allison and Daniel, plus your calls and a scary incident, and the Thursday show, Jackie's Big News, Allie's Whittling Skincare Treatment. But first, little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? I don't, but I'll make some up. Shout out to anyone who is joining today for the Zoom happy hour. And uh, other than that, if you are not joining in, Go fuck yourself. Oh, all right. Uh, it's a bit of a call out and shout out and a shout down. Uh, my shout outs are to Brittany and the TNC. I hope we have a another group meeting soon because I miss you all. Shout out to Scott Marquez, to Trice, to Kelly Lundquist, to Shanna and Nina for... They were supposed to join us today, and um, they had some, some uh, what's this, personal? No. Some stuff come up, and so they weren't able to join us. So shout out to them for almost making it, but anytime, come on back, and uh, we'll get you on. Shout out to Superfan Megan and Lil Rafi for surprising Dr. Jen and I on Mother's Day. That was super thoughtful and sweet and unexpected, and it was like, ah, My husband's like, your friends really like you a lot, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. No. I'm like, that's, it was just, uh, I don't know. That was just super, super cool. You guys didn't have to do that and um, thoughtful. Yeah, I'm pretty great. <laughs> also, uh, shout out to the aforementioned Dr. Jen because she sent me an amazing gift in the mail. She sent me some custom magnets with different pictures on them. Uh, one of them is a picture of the of the Thursday gang, but she specifically picked it because it was from Instagram and the very top like line it says liked by BFF Lisa Lowry, so I thought that was cool. There's an old picture of the Angoras. There's a picture of the second iteration of the Thursday gang, the legacy from Podfest, I think. There's a picture of uh, Greg Heller with four avocados. There's a picture of, god damn it. Then there's a picture of Kevin Porter in a sexy pose and really frightening. And then there's the last picture is when Lil Rafi was on AIYMBF. So I have that magnet and that picture forever now. Super cool and thoughtful. 
And last but not least, to Lauren Kelly and Tommy Milton, because they also sent me presents. And I just happened to open them. They came in different packages, and I just think I just happened to open them in just the perfect order. So this is how good of friends they are. So the very first... Oh, the very first gift they sent me was socks. Or the very first gift that I opened was some socks. And they are of a world map. And it says these will help with that pesky geography. Maybe. <laughs> and the second gift was a no soup for you spoon. And <laughs> the, so that's awesome in itself. But also the note said only pocket. No soup for you. Only pocket hot dogs. <laughs> and... Then they sent me a whole package of, like, stickers. They're, like, all these vinyl stickers, and um, they're all Vans. <laughs> um, so, some old Vans stickers. So I'm going to have to, like, decorate my Vans box, obviously. And then the last one was uh, some kitchen towels that have hearts on it. And it says, you're in our hearts from Toby and Lauren. I'm like, aww. That was so sweet and thoughtful and sneaky. The first, when I first got the map socks, I was like, those sneaky little fuckers. And then, like, as the other presents came in the mail, I was like, those sneaky little sweeties. <laughs> um, so that was super thoughtful. But, um, yeah, shout out to all of them. And anybody listening and anybody that's going to be joining us later, I'm excited for our first BFF happy hour. Rafi, you better make this shit. Oh, my God. I was almost going to say you was. <laughs> I was going to say something that I don't usually say. All right. Um, you better make this shit lit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I forgot. Shout out to Toblerone because he made uh, a, a Simpsons reference under the photo of Allie Ward's spoon mm. on Instagram. Did I say that already? No, <laughs> but uh, we know you're on Instagram. That's for sure. All right. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the ooey gooey Monday episode? I guess we have to. <laughs> uh, okay, so once again, Allison gets tripped up on something, and it's it's ewy and gooey. So it went from ooey gooey to ewy, and it's like really. But I, I, it is funny how she gets tripped up on something and then just like won't let it go. I'm like, we're gonna keep talking about it. But I think Daniel read what ooey actually means, and it's kind of funny that it's not really wasn't originally a positive thing, but like. When you hear ooey gooey, I just think of commercials. So, like, advertisements must have turned ooey into something gooey. <laughs> if, you know, I don't think ooey, it, one, it's not a word. But if it was, I don't think we need to um, look into the etymology of it. Um, <laughs> and if, then talk about it on a fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> if it were to come from a word, I would assume it was like ooze. Like oozing. Yes. When she said um, ooey, I was like, ooh, that made me think of ooze. But it is fucking gross. It, I don't want yeah. ooey or gooey. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I actually, um, I got some fucking fast food the other day um, because I was getting close to my intermittent fasting cutoff time. And I was like, ooh, I have to eat something before my time is up. And it came with a chocolate chip cookie. And did I want that warm, shitty cookie? No. I stuck it in the freezer and it was delicious the next day. Oh. So you don't want an ooey gooey cookie. You want a crunchy, hard, hard, cold, cold, cookie. brittle like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that uh, that adds up for sure. Um, 
they went on to talk about if animals are grateful and I think it's preposterous to think that your dog is grateful unless you show your dog some hardship. There's no way they're going to know any other way. Um, and it's funny how we project what we want our dogs to be feeling based on human feelings. It's like, yeah, my dog's grateful to be alive. Does it even know? Does it even know anything? Maybe it's grateful in the moment to get a treat. Not the way he scarfs it up, though. I don't know. I mean, you know how much I love my cats. I don't think they're fucking grateful. <laughs> um, I don't know, because mm. I was reading a scientific journal oh, called boy. Reddit, and... <laughs> They, uh, there was a post on there saying that somebody studied dogs and apparently they get a release of oxytocin when they look at us, just like when we mm. look at them. So, uh, maybe What's dogs are the negative you know, thing, uh, chemical that gets released. That's not, what's the opposite of that? That's what gets released when I looked at my dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there's serotonin, but I thought. That was kind of good, too. Oh, that's though. very good. Isn't serotonin the one, like, when you do ecstasy that gets released, like, in <laughs> large um, amounts? Ecstasy users, uh, let us know which <laughs> Dog brain haters chemicals and are. ecstasy users, let's, let's talk. That's the subreddit. It's called ooey gooey. <laughs> um, no, I don't hate my... Oh, that probably is one, oh. and I'm not going to look into it. Mm -hmm. If, for some reason, Rafi goes silent, we'll know where he's at. Um... So Elliot had a harrowing fall and like those kinds of things, first of all, being a parent sucks and those, <laughs> for those reasons, um, no, but when you, when your kid is hurt and sometimes it's for the fault of your own, you know, by accident or like just not being able to like absorb their pain is like the hardest thing to like see your kid hurting so bad and like you can't fix it. And I, my daughter's had a couple of like major things like that. But during this time, like the other night, my daughter woke me up and she's like, I'm having a pain in my side and I can't really breathe. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to the fucking emergency room in the middle of the night and during a quarantine. Like, I can't, I don't know. I don't it, like that freaks me out. So like going anywhere right now, I'm like, everyone just stay safe. Everyone just like watch where they're walking. Everyone be cool. Um, but my daughter like one time we got out of the pool and I wrapped her up in a towel and I like I like all of my family did to me like growing up you get out of the pool you get like all like tied up in a towel like where your arms are kind of pinned down so she was walking and she tripped over something and she couldn't hold herself up and she knocked out her front teeth and she was four and so like one of those things where it's just like her mouth is just like pouring blood I'm like oh my god like okay let's figure this out without freaking out and then like most recently you've seen the the kitchen cabinet door that fell and it fell on her head and she had a concussion so for six months she was like dizzy nauseous like it was an issue so i feel for their pain but um hearing that crack is just like oof it's nothing like uh that crack <laughs> more importantly Oh, have you ever had any like major falls or like, um, yeah, not, not like that. Not like traumatic brain injuries or anything, but, um, yeah, I'm just uh, lucky that my parents, uh, didn't care enough to <laughs> take me to an emergency room or urgent care. Um, is your daughter okay? What was the pain in her side? I do I still don't know. I was look. I was like, okay, my CBD oil just kicked in like an hour ago. I was in a deep sleep. 
by the way, I started doing that and I really like it. I don't do sleeping pills anymore. Look at that. Um, anyway, uh, but I was just like, okay, I was looking at where she was grabbing her side and I'm like, okay, it's not appendix. And then I'm like, uh, it, maybe it's a kidney stone, but like, if you go there, they're just going to tell you basically to wait it out and that's not pleasant. So I, I don't know. I was literally like, okay, let's Google it. So you don't have to freak out. Let's like, just try and figure it out. And then it's, I'm like, did you, have you gone number two lately? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it could be. She's like, I did today. I'm like, okay. Um, I'm sure she'd be happy I'm sharing that. But anyway, uh, then it started to go away. So I don't know. I, then the next day she's like, I felt that feeling again, but I, but I don't think, I don't know. She, I don't know. She's not as scared. And uh, we just walked it off apparently. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, you can work yourself up. Like, I do the same thing where, like, I've gone to the ER thinking I was having a heart attack at least three times. <laughs> but let me just say, like, I'm not like an... Oh, I am a hypochondriac where I think nothing's wrong and it, then I let things go for so long and then I, like, hypochondriac myself into thinking that it's something. So, like, one of the times my left arm and the side of my face were numb for, like, three days. So it's not like I was immediately going to the ER. Like, I was like, okay, at a certain point, something needs to be done here. <laughs> Sounds like, uh... It was anxiety. Never mind. <laughs> it was anxiety. Yeah. I, it was anxiety. Every single time that I've had it, it's been like a panic attack, but it's never like what they anyone's ever described. Like people say they feel like they're having a heart attack, but the way they all describe it is nothing like how I was feeling. So <clears throat> it anyway, anxiety. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Next time uh, you think you're having a heart attack, call me and uh, oh I want to know if I can keep your Blackhawks jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and then lucky me i'll probably have to have my tonsils out um okay so they had some calls uh i wonder how often i wonder how often they're going to do these call uh shows but i think they're fun but i do think still agree that it should be probably just like a special day but maybe she's just not wanting to or it's too hard to schedule i don't know they're busy they're making it do um oh my god that dog really well, you know, this, didn't they say on the first episode where they took calls that they got like a hundred calls? Yeah, like hundreds, I thought she said. And then, yeah, and they literally play like three per episode. Yes, and then the second time she asked for more calls, I'm like, what about all the other ones that were sent in? Yeah, I, I think it is probably best to just keep moving because you're not going to get through all of them. Um, but kind of funny that they only like do three and then i don't even remember them like they're pretty insignificant calls no offense people yeah this one this episode was kind of like it all seemed like one big call there wasn't anything that stood out which i think that's fine it was more like just checking in like how's everybody doing i guess and um the first caller brian and aaron from i don't know where i guess it's snowing wherever they are so it's obviously not here and allison was talking Allison and Daniel were talking about the fact that they've always wanted to move out of California and like I don't know um, I don't know where they would go but they talked a little bit about this on Thursday too so I'll probably talk more about that but um, you just moved to California so are you missing the snow even more now? Of course but right now it's a pleasant and warm temperature in Colorado and I, I thought about 
what if I went back to Colorado for a little bit? But it's like, you know, what's the difference? Like, I, I'm, I don't have a job there either. Yeah. And I'm paying rent here. And uh, might as well just stay here. Because I know if I went, <laughs> if I went back home and then if I was just like hanging out with my mom or something, I'd be like, oh my fucking God, why <laughs> am I here? She's so annoying. But you know, like a road trip sounds so fun right now to just like get out and drive and just kind of like. So I think that for me would be part of it. But like, I don't know, you drive for a living. So I don't know if you're like, yeah, I could really used to get on the road again. I enjoy driving, um, but I get my fix just by driving to Malibu or driving to uh, Orange County or driving to visit Megan, you know. I still feel like I just want to like get the fuck out. Maybe once everything's kind of lifted and things are a little less weird. I think I just want to drive out to see my friend in North Carolina and just be like, I just need to like just i don't know actually i wouldn't mind stopping in a few states and just visiting with people on the way and i was supposed to go visit my dad for spring break because he just built a house in arizona and i haven't been able to go out there yet so as soon as it's all lifted it'll be really cool to drive out there but i don't really know a lot about arizona so it'll be cool to go see some stuff that i haven't seen i know there's not a whole lot but um but it'll be fun anyway um <clears throat> Uh, Allie from Vermont was talking about, I think it was an episode of Ologies where they're talking about this time is like, we're all feeling a certain kind of loss. It's called shadow loss. And I didn't really look into it, but like this, I haven't been listening to Ologies, but this subject really interests me. So I'm curious to know if you know anything about shadow loss. I wonder if I listened to that episode. I've stopped listening to Ologies as well. Um, But... I don't know anything about shadow loss other than uh, it's uh, it's like a loss, but uh, in the shadows. <laughs> I feel like you're George Costanza on a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, but this led to uh, Daniel talking about his loss in faith of the institutions. And it's funny how people can see it differently. Like for me, I'm like, thank god somebody's doing something i don't know what i don't i know like there's everything's out of control and like everybody's trying to like give us an answer but like for me i'm super patient about it because it's so so unknown so if like people are telling me oh this is gonna be open in two weeks and then it, it gets postponed it's like because they know better than i do so for me i feel like i have more a little more faith in what's going on because like i don't think trump's doing shit i think he's just a puppet for whatever reason but all the people that are actually doing stuff. I feel like they're doing a really good job. And maybe it's just my, I don't know, maybe my head's in the sand. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like a little bit safer because people are like being a little bit strict about like everybody just like, you know, yeah, we're all tired of being indoors. But like, okay, I'm alive. That's good, right? I am kind of with Daniel. Um, I have been reading too many goddamn news mm. headlines and it is very discouraging. And as far as the situation, that I'm not too worried about because it's like we're all kind of in the same boat. Either no one is working or you're working at a place that uh, is putting you in danger. So you probably are not happy about working that much anyway. And yeah, I just kind of feel like I've gotten used to it. It's not good because... All the reasons I moved out here are now off limits. Not, yeah, like they're not relevant. Like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy the state. Not that there's so oh, much okay. to enjoy to begin oh, with okay. in this goddamn cesspool. 
goddamn stink town. <laughs> um, eh, I don't know. It's it's a strange time. Like, but there's not really anything I can do about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so on a more exciting topic, have you ever forgotten to drink water <laughs> or some other normal <laughs> life uh, action? <laughs> Yeah, I it's rare, but sometimes I will be like, holy fuck, I feel quite dehydrated. Um, but now that I got my hydro flask, baby, I drink water pretty often. But um, I mean, I can see how you can forget. But uh, at the same time, it's what keeps us alive and Allison needs to uh, get on board. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm happy for her that she craved water. I crave water. I love drinking water so much. And... I the only time I've maybe forgotten to drink water is during this quarantine where I've been maybe drinking some more seltzers um, than water and I'm like shit did I drink water today <laughs> because I'm drinking something else so I kind of like feel like I'm I mean there's water in it but um, so it's the only time I've really forgotten I don't forget to drink water I definitely have forgotten to eat like if I'm really into like some art project like I just will forget to eat and I've definitely forgotten to pee where I'm like I think I I had to pee, but I forgot to do it and then just passed. I don't know. Does that mean your body absorbed it? (laughs) I don't know about that, but you just reminded me of something Megan did. She was in her little balcony and I was outside of there. And she had just ordered some Trulies and they were not cold. So she poured it into like a cup with ice. And then like once it got to the bottom, it was like just melted. And she went to... She thought it was like water and she poured it onto her plant and she's like, oh shit, that was the truly. <laughs> so I'm guessing that will be the dead basil for next week or whenever we talk to her again. Um, Probably. <laughs> so they did, uh, I, I know we already did the top 10 baby names last week from Childish, but Allison gave it to Daniel and number one, he did, even though he didn't really get any, he was like surprisingly close, but also... His made-up names, like, on the spot was pretty impressive. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't remember his made-up names. I, don't I, even I remember just remember. Any of them. But, like, for him to come up with, like, sort of names off the top of his head was really funny to me. I think that's probably my favorite part of this episode. Yeah, I like I like these episodes. I know pe- some people don't, uh, they miss the interviews. You know, I think... There are people who say, oh, I don't even listen to Mondays. I just listen to Thursdays. And they're probably the people who enjoy the episodes with Daniel more. Mm -hmm. But people who also listen to Monday are probably like, oh, I wish we had more interviews. Um, I wish that these were like a third show every week because obviously I want as much Allison as I can get. But... um, yeah, just hearing them shoot the I, shit. I enjoyed him, yeah. Like every week is great. I think he gets a little bit less... You know how we've talked about him being a little bit, not aggressive, but like how he kind of gets a little bit like curmudgeonly when it's everybody. I don't know if it's just like some weird guy thing where he's just like, I don't know. I I, don't, I think he's trying to be funny, I, but it's just coming off <laughs> as not very funny. But on this, he like mellows a little bit and and he's such a funny person. It's so funny that he did not want to be a part of any shows and he's got a lot like he's very... um He's funny and he's clever and I feel like most of the times on Thursday shows like he's the one that's like chiming in when he's 
able to be on the show, of course. But he's the one that kind of like says the funny thing or like the whatever that is. And he's not a comedian and he's not a whatever. And, and he's the one that's kind of, I don't know. I feel like he kind of like makes things uh, run a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he, there's um a long time ago on a Thursday show. Do you remember Rachel Maddow had some, oh, she had, I think it was Trump's tax return from like, 20 fucking 12 or something and she was going to release it like during her show Oh, and they were talking about watching it and how they made you wait all the way till the end of the show of course to uh see it and he screams get to the fucking point rachel <laughs> and i hear that in my head when something is taking too long <laughs> that's hilarious it's something I think about. So he's he's very funny. I like it. He really is. And uh, maybe not too far in the distant future, he'll be on this show. Or are we keeping that a secret? <clears throat> I tell you, I don't see it happening. <laughs> I'm going to force it. Um, uh, their next caller was a Japanese market worker. And he was talking about going to work. He feels camaraderie. And I think that's nice. I think we all have. It's funny how we are all in this together. But we all have such different. Um, lives and like how we're dealing with it and like what it actually means to us because if you have to be out there working it's different than being at home or like whatever but I don't know it was kind of nice to hear a little positivity and then the next caller was like super positive and that was Tia from New Hampshire and she's totally going alone and she was super positive about it and I'm like I like to hear people like that Um, the Japanese market guy so I wonder if he feels camaraderie with just his coworkers who are doing the same thing as him, or if he's feeling like a whole company wide, um, what the fuck was the word I just said? Camaraderie. Camaraderie. I'm guessing it's uh, the former. I don't know. I, I I haven't worked in a retail setting like that in a while, but if the company is like telling you, oh, you know. We're like a tight knit team, and you know, thank you guys for all you mm. do. That's all yeah. bullshit. One hundred percent. I don't I care. Would be mad at the company, to be honest. All I, the the point I'm trying to make is, any job. I don't care how long you've worked there. I don't care who is your boss or how close you think you are. They don't give a fuck about you. You are an expendable person. That, right. If you quit, you think they're gonna like. You know, check up on you in a week, see how you're doing, or in a month, yeah. or in or a year. They no, they're going to forget who the fuck yeah. you are. I learned this lesson a couple of times, and now I treat it for what it is, a transaction. I give up my time, and you give me a small amount of money. And other than that, they can suck my dick oh. from the oh. back, because I don't give a fuck about Coca-Cola, or Kroger, or <laughs> whoever. It's a real PSA. Yeah, when they say they... that thank you for all you're doing and we're a tight-knit team like if you look at their eyes closely you'll see jackpot eyes they're like money 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 <laughs> money um yeah so the next caller was uh katie from pasadena uh shout out to you you should be on the show i don't know why everybody should be on the show but um come on over i guess is what i mean because you're close to us uh anyway that was dumb she's having a personal struggle and finding respite with ariymbf so i think that's kind of nice that I, I don't, I, I know Allison, like, like, oh my gosh, really? How many times I'm going to say like, lock? Oh my God. Um, Are you drunk? I don't think so. 
<laughs> I finished. Well, I didn't finish a truly, but like I filled up my glass pretty heavy. That, so that's probably yes. Um, so anyway, Allison does a show. She doesn't really know who's listening or, you know, who she's helping as far as like, yeah, I'm putting out entertainment, but like, you don't know who you're helping through tough times. And like, whenever people say these things, it's kind of a reminder of like, she's doing something more than just like being silly and like talking about stuff and putting it out into the ether. It's like, you're helping people get through struggles. And I think that's really cool. And Daniel was saying, and I feel the same way too. I don't know anybody with COVID and like, I think they said they maybe know one. So it's so hard when you hear all of this drama and sadness and like shit going on in the world. And it's like, but nobody I know has it. And like, that makes it feel so strange because it's so disconnected from it, even though I'm like super fucking freaked out that it's going to be me, you know? (laughs) Um, But he said to give your permission permission to feel basically and to cry if you need to and uh not like whatever just like lean into it and uh we'll all get through this at some point right (laughs) i was just listening to a podcast that dr zen dr jan recommended with Brene brown and some dude from yale and it pretty much was saying the same thing um so you can cry if you want to and it doesn't even have to be your birthday party (laughs) You would cry too if... Okay. Um, the last call was... A, this needs to be one of our friends, by the way. Single mom with a grown baby. And she said that she has what? an eight, 18-year-old that is always crying and always like just... This <laughs> sounded like a nightmare, but she, her answer to it was alcohol. <laughs> and I'm like, parage. <laughs> Uh, that sounds like a nightmare that she's living in. Personally, I'd be like, get the fuck out. Oh, wait, you can't leave. <laughs> was this the lady who said if she was straight, she'd be all oh over Daniel? Oh, my God. Was that her? Uh... I don't remember, but I feel like it might have been. It might have been. Is it either her or Tia? The one that was like, if I, yeah, that was hilarious. I'm not a parent, but yeah, he knows. I, I wonder how people deal with this because you want your kids to not be like entitled and like little fucking crybabies, but at the same time, like you don't want to be a neglectful parent. Cause then you end up with a fucking child like me. <laughs> so Lisa, how are you going to deal with this? I sort of have like a no nonsense response when they're like whining about anything. So like, I've never had an issue with them being like that when they were babies. So, but then I, uh, then I'm like super lax on other things. So like, I don't know which thing is going to come bite me in the butt, but like if this was happening, I would be like, I'm going on vacation all of the time. I'm never going to be home. I can't do that now if you're in quarantine. So I don't know. I, that, mm. Oh, that just like gave me like horrible, like our horrible neighbor train wreck. He bought a whole house in Arizona. And I'm guaranteed it's because his adult children are still living in his house. Like, they just like drink, like drink and drive, hit and runs. Uh, like they're like big pot smokers. So like I am not against smoking pot, but they're that pot uh, culture is like they're just they don't they're just lazy pieces of shit. And I feel like that's why they bought a house in a different state to get away from these kids. Uh, I mean, I can imagine. Um, I think if I had to. Um guess who will never have this problem Mm. it's gonna be all the people that listen to this show and allison's show 
for some reason, uh, the people who I've interacted with who have kids, like they all seem like they got it together. Their kids are in good shape, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. And that being said, this whole pen story gave me fucking hives. <laughs> Elliot rules that house. It sounds like it. Um, Can you imagine I'm like gonna... all of the, well, let's negotiate with this kid that's about to write on my furniture. I would like smack that shit out of his hand for first and foremost. And you're never touching pens again. Like, no. But at a certain point, it becomes counterproductive because I know my sister is a horrible oh. parent and she would be that way. Like if they were going to write on the wall, she would like smack the pen or smack <laughs> the kid and then... Um, and let me clear up what and, I said. I would not smack the kid, but I would like immediately get the pen out of the hand to be like, no, first of all, no. And then we'll talk about it so you can learn a lesson. I'm not, I'm not one of these like, and I've gotten lazy with parenting sometimes where I'm like, I just don't have the energy to fucking teach another goddamn lesson right now. But in general, every <laughs> single mistake is a learning lesson. And what she, she, what they're teaching him is like pushing the boundaries every single time and that he has more control than they do. And it's like, you need to get the pen out of his hand. Tell him no. That's not that's not appropriate. That's not going to fly. But yeah, the violence I would not obviously. I would I would have the patience to be like, okay, do you want me to write on your stuff? Like let's let's like really go deep and like let's talk. <laughs> but there's no negotiating. Well, like you can get this if you give me the pen. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Hopefully um, she doesn't listen. <laughs> why are there so many pens? <laughs> Uh, I say we uh, ban all pens. Okay. A pen-free um, zone is what we need. Uh, maybe that's not the solution. Um, I don't know. Thank God I don't have kids because when I hear some stories, boy, let me tell you, it sounds fucking terrible. Honestly, I don't see the po the, mm. the, the the plus mm -hmm. side. What is the plus side of having kids? Honestly, having, like they look yes, like you and honestly, you can teach them stuff. Having kids is like the, one of the most selfish acts that a human can do. Not only, first of all, your bodies are made to have kids. So I feel like, okay, we're supposed to do that. That being said, you just want a little Says you. something that looks like you running around. That's very, like, self-indulgent is what it is. So. The only thing I've learned here is that you're <laughs> against uh, gay people having kids. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, in general, people usually will adopt kids that look like them as well. But a lot of times wow. they don't. I'm just saying it's true. Speak I've for heard yourself, many a Lisa. conversation. Uh, oh, I don't want to. Well, okay. Well, um, and see, my daughter doesn't look like me at all. And I still like love her <laughs> just as much. Like, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> wow. I, just like that's. Wow. I'm just saying, I'm saying it's like a basic. No one's going out saying like, I want something, a, a repeat of myself. Like, that's not how you're going about it. But it's just like some sort of like in your I don't know. It, it's just subconsciously you're like have this like natural whatever thing to procreate and like keep your genes going. It, so it, I, I really do want in the Facebook group people okay. who have kids. I'm not against having kids. Like I think if I ever get married, if the person I marry wants to have kids, I'll be glad to have some kids, even if we have to adopt or whatever. I'm okay with it, but I'm curious what was the reason people wanted to have kids? Because I feel like a lot of people, it's just like, oh, this is like the next step. Like right. we're married. 
we have a house, we have kids. Like, it just goes that way. Or, I mean, a lot of people weren't even thinking about it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you had to say, like, yes, I would like to have a child, I want to know what was, like, why? I I really don't get it. (laughs) But then again, I I, I don't see the point of having anything, really. (laughs) Well, okay, there's that. I'm, I'm not the right person to be talking about this. Well, like, for me, I just always, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to have kids and a family and i don't know if that's just because i was ingrained with like seeing tv shows and like it's what you do and like whatever but like i love taking care of people and i love um i love being a mother to like not just my kids but like i always want to mother everybody like i just want to like take care of everybody and i i think part of that is that and then the other thing is raising like a fresh human is kind of like exciting to be like okay you have a clean slate you can like create this like you know possibly amazing human if you like put enough work and time into it like to see like what happens and then sometimes it doesn't work out that way (laughs) but i think that's part of it it's just and also that like extreme closeness like you create a human with someone else like imagine that like you're creating something so like that's like the closest you can be with somebody is like you take two like parts of yourself and put it together and create this is like some alien shit right here. <laughs> you know what? Never mind, people. I'm sold. <laughs> Let's have some babies. <laughs> Let's have some quarantine babies. Let's do this. Not me, per se. I, I always wanted to adopt, though. but And not kids that look like me. I just wanted to adopt every kid and just be like, all right, let's do this. Let's have a house full of like chaos. I love it. That reminds me, Lisa, did you uh, happen to look up Shoot the Club Up? in urban dictionary oh shit i didn't <laughs> okay good I just checking right i just i just thought thanks you, for ch- you had forgotten so so most people do wellness checks rafi's checking on my urban dictionary uh <laughs> shooting up the club oh my god literally the first thing on urban dictionary i, I accidentally shot the club up with allison last night <laughs> that was the first <laughs> sentence that just came up i'm gonna cut those uh that snippet out and send it to allison well, that's how she got two kids. So they closed on Daniel's COVID ventions, which are fucking amazing. He has a brilliant mind. And this, all of these inventions, th- this is the topic that I want to talk to him. If he ever agrees to be on the show, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about his inventions. I want to talk about Twin Peaks and what he's drinking. That's about it. <laughs> What was your favorite of his okay, inventions? Or do you have any of your own? Okay, I have to say, one of them I don't agree with. It's not COVID safe at all. The plastic bag air removal with your mouth? Are you kidding me? No. Um, let's see. Airbags for the elderly. Oh, the AR windows. I literally came up with something. I don't know if I shared it with you. I know I shared it with Mike. But I was like, imagine if there was like some sort of like a bubble you could put around your house where you could like just erase a house for like because obviously i hate my neighbor train rick so i was like imagine if we just didn't even have to see his house like it was a black mirror type of thing where you could just push a button and like just disappears you don't have to see it you don't have to be reminded that he's there um so the ar windows that's kind of amazing the sound masking public restroom thing is kind of silly because it's like well if you hear like a beep 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 bop or whatever <laughs> and a poop, 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 boom Clearly, people know you just, like, shit your pants or, like, cut some major cheese. But And the smell tracker device is pretty funny, too. Although, I don't find that I 
smell a lot of weird smells that I'm like, where the fuck is that coming from? But I could see the use for it. But the AR windows, I think that's number one. I'll Shark Tank it. I forgot about all of these. Um, I should have re-listened, but um, I'm not sold on any of these. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like Ellison. I'm like, uh, is that all you got? But his mind's working, though. That's what I like. I like to hear that. This is like the inner workings of Daniel's mind. Everything on this list. Um, what would What would your invention be? A periscope from your car? <laughs> First of all, I've already told you two of my inventions, and that is the the jack offy, the jack offy, and the and what used to be called the hangoveri is now called the recovery. So, I mean, I'm already going to be rolling in some dough. I've actually invented a couple of other things that I was like, oh, I'm gonna. I actually tried to get, <laughs> I tried to get like, I don't know how to do anything. I have these ideas, and then I'm like, this would be something that everybody could use, and it doesn't exist, and then like i don't know how to like make it happen so i tried to like go through like those inventions remember when it was like really like popular to see here like get your inventions whatever like commercials and like yeah. was always everywhere like now you don't hear about it um so i like tried to do something with one of those and it just never went anywhere because they want like so much money and like i don't know what's reputable i don't know anything so you know um, again, the Jack Offie, not, not really an invention. Excuse me, um, sir. Neither is the comfy or neither is the snuggy, but who's laughing all the way to the bank? Those people. True. Those non-inventors. I feel but like they this, are. this is pretty easy to do, Lisa. Just go buy a bathrobe and get to sewing. That's, <laughs> well, I don't know if I could, uh, uh, what's it called when you show how something works? A prototype? I don't know if I could demonstrate it for anybody. Oh, you're going to demonstrate. I see. Although, I guess... Oh, they have squirting dildos. Okay. So, I could. (laughs) Is this episode going to be called Shoot the Club Up Part (laughs) 2? Squirting dildos. Jesus. Well, if you say Part 2, then you're going to think it's like up in the back door. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, not that I know of those kinds of things existing. I'm assuming they do. Um, Hmm. Where do we go on that? But what about the recovery? You think that's part of shit too? I don't. First of all, I did not call the Jack Offie a pile of shit. That was your words. Um, But what I don't understand how the recovery is a thing. It's like a back. It's like a hoodie with a like. I don't don't understand. I can walk you through it. Please do. Okay, it's a bathrobe. Okay, Mm -hmm. which is basically like a warm hug of a blanket that you tie onto your body. Okay, so there's that. Mm-hmm. It's got a hood, but the hood is a tiny bit extra long in the front, so it covers your eyes because, oh, baby, because hangover. <laughs> then uh-huh. it's going to have a pep. No, no. Then it's going to have a pouch uh, with a straw because, God forbid, you have to sit up. But it's a pouch that's like in, like, a, that you can remove, but like there's a spot for it, like a pocket. So and it's like a camelback type thing in there? And that's okay. going to have your hydration. Like, let's say, you know, those packets that I was like hawking at Sketchfest. Um, not hawking. That was passing out. They are like, they're called drip drop and they're just like electrolyte packets. But you could have like Gatorade or whatever, something in there to like sip on to like get better. Then you're going to have like a pocket full of um, Advil and or your pain uh, pill of choice. By the way, just open and loose, but they can't fall out. So the pocket has to be like, so you can put your hand in it, but 
but like they won't fall out somehow. I don't know. But you don't want to be opening up a package or a bottle because that's headache inducing. And then you'll have a barf bag in another um, pocket. What else? Anything you're going to need. Probably like a bag, like a pocket full of cheeseburgers. (laughs) So it's a, so it's a bathrobe with a slightly bigger hood Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. a lot of pockets. Yes. And with all your necessities because you don't want to leave the bed. And a camelback thing. Yeah. Again, again, I, what, uh, what happened? The cat just jumped off my lap and got caught up in all of my wires and knocked over oh boy. my truly cans, but it was empty, luckily. Okay. I, again, um, I you've changed my mind, and I'm sold. <laughs> I'll I'll take a thousand for all of your drunk friends, or for our, the thousand days that you will be drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could have used one of these hungoveries after the Kelly and and uh, Luke episode. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, don't I forget about mess. my sleepy. So the sleepy could be. <laughs> so you could have like make it. You know, you can get the deluxe hangovery, but the sleepy is just a like a snuggie with a pillow built in. Ah, so in the back. I'm assuming it could be in the back. It could be on the side. Maybe there's like a. Uh, Velcro. I know how much you hate Velcro, but um, <laughs> oh wait, that's Jerry's dad. Um, but you could do Velcro around the neck and just like place it wherever you want it, or it could just be sewn on. But removable might be a good idea. Okay. See. Okay. I use this noggin for good, Lil Rafi. In case you were wondering. <laughs> You know, it's just a shame that all my money's tied up in the alarm clock that tells you what the weather will be. Or actually, I think your money is tied up in computers <laughs> that you're selling <laughs> out of your garage. Oh, boy. All right. I think it's time for some LK's Childish Chat. And believe you me, when and if Daniel's on the show, all of these inventions are going to come up. So, Lisa, do we have a new jingle for Childish Chat? Yeah, we do. And I know people who are listening are thinking, I don't recall there being a childish episode this week, but fear not because we still get to hear the lovely dulcet tones of one LK. That's right. She's not lazing on the job. Childish chat with LK. What? What? Childish chat with LK. What? What? Childish chat with LK. Okay, bringing it to you now. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren K with some childish chat. Okay, um, I guess that's it. I like y'all so much. Bye. That was just the right amount of child chat. Childish chat for me. <laughs> Same. And like you said, anytime we can hear Lauren, I bet she was like, ah, like those times where we were like, I'm going to record with whoever and like, I'm going to take, I take the week off or whatever. And then I'm like, ah, <laughs> even though I love doing the show and I love chatting with everybody, but it's like, okay, it's a nice little breather. It's always good to hear from you, Lauren. Thank you so much for for being you. You know, the last time I had that ah feeling, I was sitting on uh, oh, Jerry's Jesus. couch. Mm. <laughs> Damn it, Poppy. I almost spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I think it's time to talk about Thursday. And it's short. So you ready for this? Uh, boy, am I. <laughs> All right. We were her little oatmeal cream pie sent in by Jenny Gaylor on Patreon. Now, I know last week I talked about how does Allison pick these? What goes through her mind? And we got a little peek behind the curtain on this one because she was like, 
well, first of all, I still don't know why she picked oatmeal cream pies, but she actually really wanted to pick mine that I sent in thanks to Dr. Jen. <laughs> Uh, but don't worry, Jen. I did post that it was not my idea. I didn't say who sent it. I just said that it was a third party that sent it to me, and it has to be a card because you're right, Dr. Jen. It should. So it sounds like next week it will be. Unless if you, you send it in again. If I send it in again. Okay. Well, and oatmeal cream pies are like a huge part. Just talk about cream pies. <laughs> Sorry. Was a real big part of not my childhood. There was like some point where like i found these things i was like holy shit these are amazing and then i you know as an adult you can buy whatever you want and i just kind of forget about it even though little debbie is like really subpar uh, of the snack cakes but my daughter went through a phase of getting these like she went through like a box a week for like a couple like probably for a whole month just like I just pounding these things down and I was like, I'm going to finally have one of these. These are so amazing. I had it. I'm like, huh, not as good as I remember. (laughs) They're all right. You wouldn't like them. They're soft. Oh, I believe I've had them. And wait, are we talking about uh, Mm. oatmeal Mm. pies or something else? (laughs) Oatmeal. Um, No, I think I've had them. They're delish, but they're super fucking sweet. And I could not eat one of those right now. I wonder. I could probably take a bite and be happy. They would but... be good frozen because maybe they wouldn't get all like hard like you like it, but like maybe they would still be a little chewy because they're probably full of like some sort of like weird chemicals. Sounds like uh, we'll be having those at the next group mm-hmm. recording, happen- and we can test it. I actually happen to have some still left over because Ruby's like, "Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I OD'd on oatmeal cream pies, but." Um, funny you talked about shooting up the club and and cream pies just happened to be the carb Hmm. um so uh, jackie has this feeling that she wants to get out of dodge and i feel like we all have that feeling but she's heading out to delaware and i like everyone was just like why (laughs) i feel like this is gonna be a very lauren centric episode for a lot of the comments that are said but uh but jackie is overstaying at home and i'm like who the fuck isn't I feel like it's very selfish to be like, I'm sick of being at home, blah, blah, blah. Like, isn't, aren't there ways to like get around whatever they have to be doing? I don't know. I just find it to be a little bit self-indulgent. But also, if I had some beach house somewhere that was empty that I could go to, would I go to that? Probably. I think you would. I would, but I would not fly there. So I think maybe that's the part that I find to be kind of reckless. Because, like, why put yourself in danger just because you don't have it and if you had it before it doesn't mean you're not going to get it again and why like put other people at danger that you might have it now i don't know i i don't know it just seems a little weird but i don't know who's not scared or who's not sick and tired of being like i love being at home all the time but like i hate that my options are like so limited as far as like seeing you and seeing like just friends and like going to out to dinner like just normal things like that going to the grocery store not feeling like i feel like i it's so weird are there any other species that infect each other this badly to be around like are we just not supposed to exist i don't know (laughs) i i often especially now ponder the meaning of life lisa and um i got no answers for you well one of the things that like I think the flying part that stuck out to me and I thought, well, why not drive? 
that would be kind of an maybe because of work they don't have the time for it that's the only thing i can think of but like why not just drive out to delaware that'd be an amazing road trip you could sleep in your car fuck it um i don't know i just it just seems kind of strange to me but i also was like beach house delaware what and uh i recently like not super recently but like Lauren was talking about every summer that that's where they would go to the beach is to Delaware. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Like I never, I know it's on the East coast. I understand that's on the coast, but I don't think of beaches being over there. Just picture like rocks and cliffs and like, it's not California. You know what I mean? Like I I don't think of there's beaches anywhere else. (laughs) I guess I should consult my socks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there was an episode of Allison's show a long time ago where someone was saying, consider Delaware, and I don't oh. remember why, but uh, it is one of those places that you just forget about. Yeah. But I say, you know, go for it. Fucking fly out there first class, mm. no less. Mm. Well, yeah, there and, were so many uh, unrelatable topics where I was like, Allison, you might want to get some people that are like, I mean, gold records, Emmys, beach house, first class. That was like the very first 10 minutes of the show. I'm like, seriously, guys, this really makes me feel like I'm not alone. (laughs) Oh, you too? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, who wants to listen to someone who's uh, recording out of their shed in their backyard in a studio apartment? Um. (sighs) I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah, this is an unrelatable state and town. So mm, it's funny because, yeah, you know, you meet people and then they're like, oh, my, you know, family has this house over here or, you know, you know, stuff like that. It's, uh, I'm not doing a great job because I didn't want to actually say the actual examples I was going <laughs> to use because it would sound kind of douchey. Um, but yeah, people have things and others don't. Yeah. I wish I had a beach house in Delaware because I would be there right oh, now. Oh, hell yeah. I'd pick up Lauren Kelly on the way and be like, by the way, I, if circumstances were different, I would have probably been born in Delaware because that's where my mom was born. And my whole family is from Pennsylvania like that. But my aunt had really bad allergies. So they're like, okay, California, the doctor orders you to move to California. So that's kind of like how that happened. But... Although I don't know if my dad would have been working at the Jack in the Box in Delaware. So maybe I would have just not existed. (laughs) That's um, an interesting way to look at it, Lisa. (laughs) I would have either been an East Coaster or a non-exister. Which is kind of the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That's horrible. I can't wait to go to the East Coast. Like, I really am dying to go. But um, not actually dying because that's what's going to happen when... Jackie flies dangerously. No. Um, they were like surprised that people don't pee on the plane. I avoid it at all costs. Although if I was going to Europe, I'd probably have to. But like I never pee in the airplane restroom. Like that's just not a thing unless it's like an emergency. I don't even remember the last time. I was probably a kid. So I was probably like, I want to go see the blue water. And like I didn't think about germs. Like I didn't care. But like now I'm like, oh no, holding this shit in. And and by the way, I'm not, not shit. I'm holding this pee in. And it's not like I stopped drinking for the event. Like, come on. Um, I'm pretty good at holding it yeah. in, or at least I was. I don't know if I still am. But 
Um, yeah, I don't pee on the plane, especially if it's like a short fucking flight, like two, three, four hours. Yeah. Like, come on, hold it in. You know, I'm a different breed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. Uh, so they talked about the fact that Delaware is a huge mushroom foraging place. And I was like, oh, my God, this is Lauren's episode. <laughs> Has Allie had a mycology episode? I'm so not up on any of it. She must have because she only talks about things that she knows about from having her guests on. I That's what I gather. <laughs> um, I assume she has and I probably heard it, but I don't remember. Th- this was something that I just sent Lauren a video about. In this video, they talk about why you carry a, a basket through the woods so you can uh, drop spores as you walk. And imagine how adorable that would be oh if LK's walking around the woods with a little basket She's of like mushrooms. Johnny Appleseed, but like cuter. <laughs> Just spreading seeds everywhere. Pour, pores. Spreading spores everywhere. That'd be super adorable. Somebody, Jason Dix, Ray Morgan, somebody make something. We needed a Lauren Kelly um, artwork. Um. <laughs> also... So my husband's big into mushroom foraging too. So there's like this spot that he really wants to go to that's close to here because it's morel season. And so, but it's been closed. And he's like, well, maybe we just like go there anyway. I'm like, I'm not getting arrested for illegally morel hunting. Like that's just, I mean, I have many lines. That's one I might draw, but it sounds super fun. And I love mushrooms a lot. I don't think to the extent of, of Lauren, but I think that, Allie Ward needs to follow Lauren underscore loves underscore mushrooms on Instagram because it's the things that she finds is amazing. Yeah, I I actually asked Lauren that. I was like, how come I've like never seen a mushroom in the wild? I mean, I know I have, but like not the kind where I'm like, ooh, I want to eat that. Um, and she says it's probably because of rain. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of... Uh, wetness out there in pennsylvania apparently <laughs> and a lot of dryness where i live <laughs> mm-hmm. uh and that's why it was morel season here because after the rains apparently that's where we go find them but my husband wants to go on the there's some trip that you can go on I, somewhere in california like the middle somewhere and he's like there's like these guided trips and we can go on i'm like i would totally do that that sounds like an adventure to me and i there's no way that like this would be like my life but like i could totally get in on like let's go find mushrooms and cook them he just got some new book in the mail yesterday and i was like i think i need to buy that for lauren because it's a red looking book and um he's like yeah you totally should i'm like okay i will i was showing him all of her instagram pictures he's like what where did she find that what's that one i'm like oh my god (laughs) they just need to like hang out this is something I've been thinking about and they also talked about it on this show. So I'm sure it's on a lot of people's minds. Like, first of all, I've always wanted to leave California just to have that experience. But I think like now it's so funny how everyone wants to leave. It's like, well, okay. So are people just coming here and people are leaving here? Like there's no difference anywhere, but I wonder if now that we know we can all for them, not all, that a lot of people can work from home and remotely and do a lot of things that doesn't tie you to any certain city that maybe there's going to be a migration of like the COVID migration of like people just moving where they actually want to be. And I'm, I just wonder if that's actually going to be something. Do you think Allison could ever leave LA? I doubt it. 
Oh, I definitely could see her leaving L.A. I, I don't see why she would like being here other than being close to her family oh. and the industry. Yeah. Not that she's like going to age out of it, but like I think her goal for a long time was like to make a TV show. And I think if that never happens, then she'll probably think, well, then why am I here? And especially like if the kids go to college and then oh, she's yeah. her and Daniel are just empty nesters, they're going to be like, well, let's uh, let's get up and go. Well, you know, what's I wonder where they're drawn to, because I know she wants to always she has this dream of going back to New York. And I, I, to me, I feel like it's just because she had such a good experience at that time in her life there. I don't know if it's necessarily New York. So she might just be trying to relive that. But like he doesn't like the East Coast. So I wonder where he's drawn to. I think he likes California, but also Arizona, right? Mm. So I don't know. It's uh, maybe they'll divorce. Oh, <laughs> maybe this is what breaks them up. <laughs> or they could just have a remote um, marriage. <laughs> well, and then he all didn't they go visit some of his family in like Connecticut as well? Oh. Um, hmm. Ooh, maybe like somewhere. Yeah, like maybe in Connecticut because then they could go to New York on the weekends and hang out in the fucking farm. Living in the snow, I, like. <laughs> If you want to amp up his, like, curmudgeon, I think snow will do it. But, like he said, like, here, but a little cooler. And it's like, yeah, everyone's coming here because of the weather. There's no place like here, but a little cooler. Maybe Northern California. Like, if you go to Santa Cruz, it's crazy. The weather is so amazing there. I don't know why anybody doesn't, like, live in San Jose. Like, everyone needs to be living in San Jose, Santa Cruz. Like, that whole area is just, it's crazy. And I've never heard of this. When my husband was living up there, he's like, so it's pretty much like cool all the time here. I'm like, really? Even in the summer, he's like, yeah. Like, oh, maybe we need to move there. And like, when I when we visited, I'm like, man, this place is amazing. But I still I feel like I'm drawn to obviously Washington, but I think that's a, a pipe, a weird rainy pipe dream. I've never been, but maybe North Carolina is like the perfect weather kind of place okay so when i went i was shocked uh, about how beautiful it was and it's because it has so much rain so they have a lot of trees and like they'll just be like sunny and then the next minute it's like thunderstorms which is kind of like texas but i don't know my friend seems to love it out there and she grew up here she's a fucking california girl i don't think she lived anywhere else except for when she moved there so i it i couldn't imagine her being there but she lives in this small town and it's just like super beautiful and just really kind of cool i don't know maybe plus her house was like forty thousand dollars to buy (laughs) yeah i don't know about the small town part though that's uh yeah that place oh and that's this the other thing you might not like because i was like oh i don't think i could live here it's still very divided. They still have like separate churches and so and it's not like you have to go to separate churches, but the fact that there is still and there was this lady that opened up a coffee shop there that we went to that my friend was friends with and she's a black lady and she said she like she had a lot of um uh, struggles just trying to get a coffee shop open and it's like seriously in 2018 or whenever it was like I'm like seriously but anyway, she was just like, fuck everybody. I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. And she had like this cool place. Well, also my friend showing up there, she's Indian. And it's like, she's like, yeah, it wasn't like that easy. And like in her church, she's like, they weren't like big on having like gay people. And she was like, she was the one that like 
made that sort of like integration sort of like start happening. I'm like, that's cool, but I don't know if I want to pioneer like going back in time. All right, not going to North Carolina <laughs> then, I guess. Yeah, you might see some nooses in some trees. Just saying. By the way, <laughs> my husband's like, Our, my noose isn't because of a racist thing. It's because of the Old West. I'm like, I know, but it looks bad. <laughs> okay, this is kind of funny. I, at work, I locked... Okay, I did not lock myself out. Let's... Okay. Oh, boy. So all the trucks are the same key. You get a different truck every day. Like Some people have the signed ones, but I'm new, so I don't. And I took one of the newer trucks out, and I get to my first stop. I lock the truck up because, obviously, I don't want anyone breaking in. But I always leave the windows cracked just in case. And I come back from finishing the stop, and my key does not open the door. Oh, no. And I go check the other side, and again, it does not. So now I'm thinking, what the fuck do I do? And I called my supervisor, and I'm assuming whoever has this truck assigned to them has the proper key. But they went home. I'm just like, what do I do? And my supervisors were very unhelpful. But I was like, you know what? I'm taking matters into my own hands. And I was very lucky that the door handle on the inside is like um, a horizontal handle. So you like just grab it and lift it up. I think Fords are kind of like that, maybe. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, I took my boot lace out of my shoe. Oh my gosh. Um, and because the only knot I can think of that tightens as you pull it is a noose, mm. I looked it up on YouTube because I used to actually know for some reason mm-hmm. how to tie a noose. Mm. Um, so I looked it up on YouTube how to tie a noose. I made a noose with my shoelace and wrapped it around the door handle and yanked it up and got back in oh the truck. Oh my gosh. I should learn a better knot that is not a hate symbol well, to and my achieve this is a, next is time. A, uh, is an Eagle Scout. And so he was big on all kinds of knots. So we have uh, the monkey fist for our keychain in the garage. And like we have, there's all kinds of like things. But if you come into that and see that, you're like, oh shit, this guy is white supremacist. But, um, you know, yeah, learn some, I have a knot book if you want. Of course you do. Um, No, it's fine, Lisa. I'm never going to need those skills again because I'm never going outside again. Oh, okay. Do you have that feeling, though? Because I kind of do. Yeah, I do. And it sucks. Like, I just want, like, I don't want to go to ever shop again. Like, I, everything can just get delivered. I was already on that path anyway. That's fine. I really don't care if things are out of stock at the grocery store. I can live without it. I'd like to be more self-sufficient and grow my own food anyway. So, like, I just need to get chickens again. I need to just, like, just say fuck the world. But, like, seeing all you guys, like, oh, man. I try not to think about it. It's pretty depressing. All right. I guess we shouldn't bring the show down. <laughs> Should we talk about thongs or? <laughs> Ooh. Of course. Okay. So what what's your what's your experience and what's your um, opinion of thongs? I want to hear both of those things before I say anything. Um, I've never worn one and uh-huh. um, I don't care if other people wear them or not. I'm not dissuaded by, I never see like a pair of uh, granny panties and I'm like, ugh, I wish uh, she was wearing something else. Like, Yeah, you just hope they're um, off. Who cares? Yeah, like who cares? Know why they were having such a adverse reaction or Jackie was having that reaction with uh, 
<laughs> Allie Ward in her tight little bod uh, with whatever she wants to wear. Like, eh, who cares? Yeah, I don't think I care either way. And nothing would be like, oh, now I'm not going to go there. But like thongs for me, first of all, I kind of forgot they even existed. I'm like, people still wear those. That sounds so 80s to me. But like, I also realized that I wore them a lot, probably in the 90s. And they could get comfortable in a way, but like, I don't see, like, I would rather just not wear underwear. Like, I I don't see the point. I, I understand like it's covering where you want underwear to cover, but then like to have something up your butt is like, a constant murph like you just constantly want to pick it out but i think i think the problem here is jackie's butt is probably tiny i'm guessing and that's why skinny bitches can wear those thongs because they don't tell the difference there's not like anything closing in on it <laughs> there's no hungry buttholes uh okay well i mean it's just logistics. I'm trying to be scientific here. I think Allie could get away with wearing it because she's tiny too. But I just think, I don't know. In this day and age, fucking comfort, man. That's not comfortable. You're tricking yourself if you think it is. And if it is, it's because you're tiny and you just don't feel clothing on you at all. You're just a whatever. Fuck you. Well, oh. it was <laughs> it was also kind of funny that she was saying that she like Jackie did not seem to have the reaction I would have thought when Allison said she would just not wear underwear even with jeans like what is the difference of the jeans I mean I guess the material is you maybe know, just rougher yeah but I don't know I, unless they're like really brand new raw denim like you're not gonna feel them and be like oh my god this this is not comfortable raw what denim what kind of jeans that's gotta be in, in the urban dictionary <laughs> No, raw, <laughs> raw denim is an actual kind of denim for the I Jesus. No, God, think you're, look who you're talking to. That's probably you... all. I don't own it, but like obviously, that's like vintage jeans. Come on, I got oh, some yeah, yeah. new old stock jeans before that I never wore them. Like this is real denim. <laughs> I forget what I, what you distracted me with this raw denim Sorry. business. Um, oh yeah, why why was Jackie having that reaction with Allison saying she would just not wear underwear? Probably because jeans, I mean, imagine, okay, I guess it's probably more for you guys, but like if you weren't wearing underwear with jeans, there's going to be some interference. There is? I mean, yes. Because of all the the stuff hanging out. (laughs) I don't know. Well, jeans are just rough and like that seam, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. Thongs are for the past, man. Go commando, or as my friend Heather would say, free lipping it. Um, you think that's a good place to end it, or do you have anything else to... One very quick okay. last thing. I know people have criticized the amount of ums or likes in a podcast. Allison took it one step too far she was talking about putting videos on YouTube and in the process of talking about YouTube, she said YouTube six times. I had to count because it drove me crazy how many times she said YouTube, but I'm glad she's putting videos on YouTube because I enjoy watching (laughs) the videos on YouTube. YouTube. (laughs) And now that her videos are on YouTube, I can watch them (laughs) when I watch YouTube. Especially because you're a big YouTube guy. So like, this is just right up your alley. 
yeah, YouTube should just be called MeTube because I watch so much YouTube. <laughs> oh, iTube. Um, I think that's called YouPorn. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm still on YouPorn? What is this? 2000 and <laughs> what year are we in? What do I want? Viruses 16? on all of my electronics? <laughs> Not that I've done it. Not that I've done it or had that happen. I do. I would love to see in that drop down menu what little Rafi's clicking on as his little choice <laughs> i told you i just type um big sloppy butts mm, and mm, uh mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you know i was trying to end it on free lip in it but let's end it on big sloppy butts with uh there's a thong in there but you probably won't find it <laughs> for a good while <laughs> All right. If you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at bff Lisa Lowry. Well, Rafi, we know you're on Twitter because there's proof in the pudding. So where would you like us to follow you on Twitter? Don't at follow RMC me on Twitter like, oh. <laughs> like Renee Colvert did because I don't use Twitter. So therefore, Damn I won't it, Rafi, follow you That's back. reason enough to be on there. Um, also, oh. you can follow me at RMCGS on Instagram, but more importantly, you should just join the Facebook group because we do fun stuff on there like Zoom happy hours. And if you're listening to this, you've already missed this one. And I will so have to be reminded of what I said one. or did because, geez, I'm already drinking at 10. What's happening tonight? <laughs> I'll yeah, be it's going to be a real shit show. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'll have I'll save my martini for then. It'll be my uh, it's martini time, uh, dirty martini time at uh, I guess six o'clock is what I'll wait for. All right. Well, yeah, join the Facebook group. Let's do this. Let's have a happy hour every week. I um, almost just fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> All right, BFFs, uh, you're the fucking best. Cheers. Never used to snore in my sleep till this rap shit started. Warm thoughts feel the hot-headed and cold-hearted. Your whole paycheck, you burp it and then fart it. And y'all think I'm gonna stop? Blow it out your ass. In one year I got rich, now life's moving so fast. But being broke with no food is just a thing of the past. Plus I'm the new phenomenon like white women with ass. And y'all praying that I flop? Blow it out your ass. I buy clothing in Cali, I get green. Atlanta, I get sleep. In Texas, I sip clean. All these rappers want to know what I'm getting for 16. Try 80, want a discount? Blow it out, Jack. See, in just six months, I infiltrated the system. If you find somebody better, then I'm sorry I missed them. Niggas hate giving me props because I might use it against them. Come on, get ludicrous out. Blow it out, Jack. If you mad I'm on top, then wish me gone. If you mad I'm on the road, then wish me home. And if you're mad that I'm right, punk, wish me wrong. But after your three wish years, blow it out, Jack. If you're mad I'm on top, then wish me gone. If you're mad I'm on the road, then wish me home. And if you're mad that I'm right, punk, wish me wrong. But after your three wish years, blow it out, Jack. It's time to settle up the tontos, cause I'm the Lone Ranger. I eat dinner with dudes, but don't talk to strangers. I'm just a few albums from filling your disc changer. If you ever think of stopping me, blow it out, Jack. 
hustler by nature, but criminal by law. Any charges set against me, chunk it up and stand tall. Next year, I'm looking into buying green fly mall. You probably own a lot of property. Blow it out, Come on and take a look. He's got gigantic balls. Plus, his money keeps flowing like Niagara Falls. We all know Jesus saves and ludicrous withdrawals. I'm about to go on vacation. Blow it out, Shout out to Bill O'Reilly. I'm going to throw you a curve. You mad because I'm a thief and got away with words. I'm going to start my own beverage. It'll calm your nerves. Pepsi's the new generation. Blow it out, Jack. If you mad I'm on top, then wish me gone. If you mad I'm on the road.